Welcome to Sausage on a Fork, a podcast dedicated to the UK's longest-running children's drama programme, Strange Hill. My name's Neil, and in each episode, I'll interview a former cast member about their life before, during, and after their time on the programme. Okay, welcome to the next episode of Sausage on a Fork, and it's a very different one to what we'd normally do. I've got two returning guests who've been on the podcast already, Paul McCarthy, who played Tommy Watson, and Mark Baxter, who played Dwayne Orpington. Paul, Mark, welcome back to Sausage on a Fork. Thank you. Thank you very much. Not a problem at all. Now, Paul, you mentioned in your episode that you were working on some kind of project that the Grange Hill fans might be interested in. Can you just explain what it is that you've been doing? Yeah, so basically what happened was um, we went to one of these uh, reunion thingies and um, a lot of the cast members were talking about, oh, it'd be lovely to work together, stuff like that. And uh, I had a few sort of ideas kicking around and I thought, right, well, yeah, I said, well, okay, what I'll do is I'll write a short film. We can uh, we can get, we can cast it with all the ex-Grange Hill cast. Um, so I went and did exactly that, contacted my friend Craig Griffith, who's the director, and uh got him on board because he's just a genius so I just thought you know what I've got to get him on board and obviously uh, Mark's a really good friend of mine and, and we, we went to school together worked together in a lot of different projects as well so obviously he was another sort of no-brainer kind of choice um, and set about the script got the script already up and running and now we are in um, we've, got, we've got a lot of the cast already sorted out um, but we're, we're looking to do a series of short films mm-hmm. um based on um, current issues, social issues, and also breaking down sort of stereotypes and um, just just really current, really hard-hitting kind of um, uh-huh. dramas. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. So you just mentioned uh, Craig Griffith there, and I'm very pleased to say that Craig's with us as well. So, Craig, Mark's just alluded to it there, but how, how did you sort of get involved with this? Um, first of all, hello, everyone. <laughs> uh, nice to meet you all. Um so I've known Paul for years. I mean, obviously, I, I uh, grew up with Grinchill, actually. Uh-huh. So I've known Paul uh, in my living room in the little box in the corner for <laughs> since I was a kid, really. Um, and back in about 2001, I, sh- I was shooting a, uh, I was about to shoot a low budget uh, horror film. Right. And uh, Paul came along and, and contacted me and um, we just started working together. And he, we worked on that basically together. And um, so over the years, I mean, we, we just hit it off and we've, I think we've, we've had quite a good friendship ever since. Um, he might disagree, Mike, but, um, <laughs> and just ever since then, we've worked together on various projects and I try and get in, him involved in every project I've worked on ever since. So uh, basically, I'm always trying to find ways to kill him off. <laughs> okay, fair enough, <laughs> fair enough. So... Mark, you're obviously involved in the project. Uh, could you tell us the, what the storylines are of, of these uh, short films? Well, it, it basically, as Paul was just saying a moment ago, really, is that we were we really wanted to try to make it as current as possible. Uh-huh. So, you know, you, you've obviously I don't want to give too much away, but there, you know, you, you, let's say you, you go with your, your top three. So, of course, at the moment, the, the, the sort of the country's gripped in this, um, you know, cost of existing. Yeah, I'm not going to call it cost of living. I'm going to call it a cost of exi- you know yeah. cost of existence. That's all we're doing at the moment. Um, you, you, you know, crisis. You've also obviously got the knife crime that's rife sort of uh, in major cities across the uh-huh. UK. 
Um, you, you know, and the fact that people are are choosing between eating. I mean, I know it goes back to the cost of living, but you know, do I heat the place or do I eat? It's one of yeah. those. Two. So, you, I mean, we've we've got issues that are for now, you know, and that's something that we can we can all relate to as what as Grange Hill did. That's, you yeah. know, uh, Grange Hill was responsible for bringing sort of the issues for for teenagers to the fore um, that, you know, made people talk about it. So we thought it'd be, you know, and Paul's written some some cracking scripts as well. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So it it, it literally is um, the same kind of theme that, you know, that we're going to carry on 40 odd years later. Yeah. That, you know, we want to just come together as we you know as we were thrown together as, as kids you know in a you know by the bbc yeah but to show that we you know as adults we we still have a responsibility and that we're able to still use our creative skills to you know to be able to produce something that we could could do the same sort of thing if that makes sense yeah yeah definitely trippy mentioned there paul you're you're writing the scripts is is it is it just you that that writes them then well, I mean, I write the idea, basic idea, and, and then um, we kind of put it out to the cast members and then they can have a little chop and change around. And also Craig will get right involved behind that because, uh, you know, I've torn I've torn up a few pages on the direction of the director. <laughs> right, OK. Uh, and and, and Mark, Mark will come up and say, oh, well, what about if we try and do this? So it's, it's yeah, I, I mean, I'll sort of think of something or Mark will think of something or Craig will... It's the actual... Um, idea is about anything that happens. It's like, I mean, I, I phoned up Craig one day and I went, the England football team, ladies team have just won, right? <laughs> there, is a, there, yeah. there is a, there is a hashtag life story about yeah. the women's football team winning and the, the boys always losing. There's a, there's a, there's a thing about a girl that we can, you know, we can put her through a tough time um, and yeah. then she can be, she can go on to win, the, the World Cup kind of thing. Yeah. So so there's always if if a new situation arises in the in in the world, we can address it uh, yeah. through a drama, and then hopefully cast it with some Grange Hill cast or all the Grange Hill cast uh-huh. um, that want to get involved in it. Really, I mean, basically, it's um, yeah, that's it. That, so your your simple question had a long answer. <laughs> Because you've actually you've actually read the script, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I've read the script for. Well, at first I thought it was going to be one big film, but I've since realised that you've got a few different episodes lined up. Yeah. So I've read the script for episode one, and I have to say that as soon as the moment I started reading it, I thought, right, I'm I'm going to work this out. I, I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but I'm going to work out what's happened here. And it was that good that I couldn't. I, I genuinely, I'm there, and I'm 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 boggled by it. Thinking, no, I'm I'm no further on when I've got to the end of the script. You know what's happened and what's caused all this, as it was at the start. And I'm just not clever enough to work this this, this type of thing out. It was like, if I can just go off tangents, it was like the first time, the first time I watched Scream. For anyone that's watched Scream, everyone gets in their mind who the murderer is, and then all of a sudden. The murderer gets killed, and you suddenly know I'm I'm lost again. Like I've got that, and it's a, it was exactly like that. I was reading this thing, thinking it must you know that that must have happened. This this, this person must, and you just know that that I've I've got no clue. But I loved it. I genuinely loved loved what I read, and and 
I can't wait to see what it looks like. You know, I, I, I genuinely, genuinely can't. So, Craig, apart from uh, directing the actors, telling us, telling them what to do and when to do it, what else does your job involve? Because someone like me who who doesn't know what a you know what a director does, what because I've read your synopsis and your notes, mm-hmm. I've since got an idea that you do a lot more than just. <laughs> these people where to stand and out and out um, to say things. To be, to be honest, I don't tell anyone what to do um, <laughs> I, because I, I, you know, to me, directing isn't a dictatorial thing, but right, it's it, more yeah. of a, a collaboration. And uh, if you do it right, your job is is really to kind of work with everybody to bring out the best in the project. Uh-huh. Um, and so that starts right at the beginning with the script. And so the first thing you do is you sit down, you start reading the script through, and then you start making notes for the writer to, you know, to do rewrites based upon those notes. Now, um, it, from my experience, what, what I tend to, the way I tend to approach that is it, it's always my opinion. Yeah. So any notes I give is an opinion. It's not, you know, it's not a fact. Right. Because everybody responds to the material differently. Yeah. So, but what I, what I, a lot of the things I said to Paul along the way, was really about um, if you're getting consistently the same kind of note, then those sorts of things need to be addressed as a writer. Um, but you know, it, it it was pretty evident straight away that the script was working. So the notes were is really a question of where we could push it, in what sort of direction we could push the drama, and where we could um, get the most from the story beats. So it's really sort of analysing the, the script and looking at it and saying, right, at this point here. Are we getting enough drama out of that? Are we making enough sense here? Is there something else that we could introduce here to make it different and, and push it in a different direction? Um, so it's really things like that to explore the ideas behind the script, really. So that that's the initial stage, really. Yeah, because, again, we don't try to give too much away. The script I read features a, a younger character, and he's just referred to as boy in, in your notes, the boy. And you've talked about the camera angles and stuff like that, and that... I thought that was really interesting as well. Can you just give us a, an idea on what that is? Well, yeah, I mean, that process, it, it, you know, director's notes, basically, what you do is when you start reading through the script, what you're trying to do is visualise it in your head, how how you would present the information to uh-huh. an audience, to someone watching it. I always think I always think about my mum, really. Uh, and I think, you know, how would I present this to my mum? Right. I if, if, I can, if I can get my mum to understand the story, then it's working. Right. Okay. And, and I don't mean that to sound like my mum wouldn't get it. <laughs> This, you know, um, she was the one that introduced me to film as a very young age anyway, but, um, she, you know, she's very film literate. But I always kind of think you've got to pitch it so that, you know, that you're telling the story visually mm-hmm. and not relying on the words. And, that, yeah. and that's the way I approach it. So um, I will do normally a two or three page breakdown of the script and I will go through each section. So I'll go through the cameras. I'll go through the kind of lenses I want to use, the kind of lighting style we want to go for, the kind of locations that I think suit the story and suit yeah. the characters. I'll have a breakdown of the characters as well. Um, so it, it's really just breaking it down into you know a, a couple of parag- a couple of lines in each paragraph for each section of right. the film as you would actually make the film so that people yeah. could you can convey that information so that people get it yeah. as opposed to just relying on the dialogue because. You know, it, the old adage of show, don't tell for me. Right. Is, is, so, so Paul, I know, hates that because I keep cutting all of his lines. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I actually don't, I actually don't like <laughs> that much. 
<laughs> only I only cut Paul's lines though. Everyone else's stay. Right, so. no, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I can, I can completely understand that. Craig, to be I actually, I, I actually won't be in it that much. <laughs> right. I've on the edit. It'll be like, yeah. that? oh, that was just no, no, no. Don't worry about that. Uh, like, uh, so, so just on that, then, are you allowed to tell us um, any of your cast members that you've got signed on, or is that all top secrets at the moment? Um, because we. Uh, <laughs> Because we, we want to try and use everybody. Yeah. Um, we don't want to give away who's... Obviously, I'm going to be in episode one. Yeah. Mark's going to be in episode one. But if we sort of say, oh, and such and such and such, and such it sort of takes away the, oh, right, oh, they're in it. Oh, I that, get you. You know, so, and, and trust me, once episode one goes out, everybody is going to want to be in it. <laughs> it's okay. Brilliant. So I think, I think once we get it out there, because one, I think the production values would be great. Uh-huh. Because we've got we've got a great crew, we've got a great director. The script, as as you you enjoyed the script, yeah. I enjoy the script. Um, we've got some great ex cast members. We've got a, a new young actor who um, is the son of one of the supporting artists that were in Grange Hill. So right. we've even kept that kind of uh, you know we've, yeah. we've kept true to form basically yeah. for the for the for the fans of Grange Hill, um, and. Um, yeah, but if I, if we give it all to you all at once, yeah. then it's like if we give you the plot all at once, what are you going to watch it for? You know? I mean, it's, I, I'm, it's... I'm, well, I'm glad you've just said that there about the son because I was thinking who's going to play this young kid? You know, with greatest with the greatest respect. I did, I did audition for it, but <laughs> um, it didn't. The wig was awful. The I wig was awful. Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> it's okay. We'll uh, we'll fix it in post CGI. It. It'll be fine. Yeah. He'll end, he'll end up looking like Jar Jar Binks. It'll be fine. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. You've talked about you know the fact that you obviously are gonna you know it is gonna be a, a film that you're making, and presumably it's not just a hobby. You know it, it is gonna be it's jobs for people. How do you how does a project like this get funded? Um. Well. I, I I was this close to getting um, some funding for the film to be made, and uh, it kind of fell through because we we the, the miscommunication or something happened, and uh, mm-hmm. that fell through. So basically, um, we've been going down a lot of different routes and avenues, um, but we are now at the stage where we're looking at maybe crowdfunding. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, and um, actually, Craig knows more about crowdfunding than I do because I'm not. I, I don't know much about it, but um, yeah, so that's going to be one of our ways because we want to pay the actors yeah, and we want to pay people. We don't want it to turn into one of these like, you know, um, projects where nobody gets paid and everyone's yeah. all, you know, where they're not taking it seriously because it's a serious, you yeah. know, it's taken us a lot of blood, sweat and tears to get to where we are now yeah. to, to, to have people not being paid so not taking it seriously. Um, so basically, it'll be more at the moment we're looking at a crowdfunding option as well as still chasing other avenues. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so that's I think that's right, Craig, isn't it? Do you think that's? Yeah, I, I think so. But well, to be honest, for me, it's about the fact that this isn't just one short film. Yeah. It's an ongoing series of of short films essentially, but with the same characters, all kind of interlinking, um, but not necessarily all one big story but it is kind of like one big story if that makes sense so there's individual episodes that tackle a certain subject and a a certain character going through a certain uh, experience um but we want it to be an ongoing drama 
Yeah. So because of the state of the world that we live in these days, I mean, you know, there's so much to talk about. And this is what Paul and I found. I mean, a lot of this came from um, during the lockdown. We were doing a project um, for the lockdown. And a lot of these ideas are of, of just looking at the world and what's going on and, and trying to, to articulate that in a, a, you know, in a, in a, a drama form. Yeah. It's, it's just never ending. There's so much to talk about. Yeah. Uh, especially as uh, Paul and I tend to be quite politically active. So, right. you know, there, there's a lot to talk about. And and I, I think when I was a kid, you know, growing up watching Grange Hill, it, it definitely informed my uh, sense of politics right. within the world. And um, and particularly then Tucker's Luck, mm-hmm. which I, I, I was a big fan of. And, you know... So for, for us, it's just that, that sense of the ability to be able to do an ongoing series, tackling really important issues. Yeah. Um, I, I, that's where we want to get at. And um, so really, we want to crowdfund the first one as a proof of concept so that we can take it to the funding agencies and say, look, this works. There's an audience for it. Yeah. Um, and from my experience of crowdfunding before, when you because I've done an awful lot of crowdfunding on projects, and um, what it means is in very you've got a proven audience for it yeah so that that's why we figured it's it's because a lot of the the conversations you have at this stage is oh yeah okay you've got these actors you've got this actor you've got that actor great um but you know where's the audience yeah and so funding is really hard to get for these kind of projects um, yeah yeah so i think uh for us it's about wanting to uh take control of it and make make you know lay our stall out basically at this, yeah. point, at this point and say, this is what we want to do. Here's our audience. And yeah. um, we want, the, you know, we want to create an audience who are going to come forward with us on the whole journey, uh-huh. not just one episode. No, um, fair enough. And we, so we want them to be involved so that they feel like it's, th- that they're part of it. Yeah. You know, we don't want it just to be, because these, a lot of these issues we're all dealing with yeah. in our, in our own lives. So it's, it, for me, it's really key that we kind of, you know, embrace that and, and, bring along people who, who feel that as well yeah um, yeah great yeah it's one of the reasons why i think we haven't really approached it as a tv series yeah as such it's why we haven't gone to the the, uh, the broadcasters because you know it, it's just something that we want it to feel like it's relevant now something we can put out quickly uh-huh. on a regular basis as opposed to being six or seven months down the line when these these yeah. stories have moved on and again that came from the lockdown project that we did during the pandemic we just, you know, within the first two weeks of the lockdown, we'd made a, a half hour film and it was out and it was yeah. winning awards and people were watching it. So we feel that, this, you know, it's a really good way to, you know, to, to put this out there as well. Yeah. And so can I ask, because again, you know, someone who's not got any clue about, you know, independent filmmaking, anything like that, where would this, you know, series of films be shown? Where would people be able to access it? once it's been made I, yeah, I mean initially what we will do is we'll have our own website and youtube channel right uh, to push it out there but there's also you know there's there's online streaming uh, sales agents like film hub and uh, you know what we try and do then is put deals in place with those kind of guys yeah. and then they will get it placed with streamers around the world because there's loads of platforms out there now and yeah. it's just a case of getting it with the right stream but ultimately we'd like to build up the audience enough so that we can you know the viewing figures and and, and take it to one of the more major platforms like amazon or netflix eventually that's yeah. where we'd like to go um amazon prime we could probably get a deal with that quite easily because you know i've got films on there already so it's not difficult to to kind of put really quick really quick yeah <laughs> 
what film do you have on Amazon Prime <laughs> that you really are proud of? <laughs> it's a really weird little horror film that some somebody was in. I can't think who now right now. Um, but yeah, plug so... it, mate. Plug it. No, come on, you've got you've got to tell us now. Come on, you're here. You might as well. <laughs> and so it's the film that I that Paul and I made together many years ago called Through the Looking Glass. Um, which was signed to an American distributor and they they put it out through Amazon. So, you know, there, there is the, the, I think the initial thing is, is once we've got it up and running as a proof of concept, it's easier then to go and have those meetings with a lot of the people we yeah. want to have the meetings with. Um, but, you know, like any, anything in this world, really, until you prove it, people yeah. are not willing to give you the money unless, you know, you're, you're best mates or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I mean, we talked a little bit about this, and you've mentioned sort of when you started. But how long would it take this kind of project to get off the ground? So I don't want to use it. It sounds like a cliche, but basically from script to screen, how long would that normally, that process normally, take? I mean, getting the script done took. Um, well, the, the let's just put it this way: the 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 Grange Hill reunion was in twenty sixteen. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the actors bless them have been sort of really cool about it and 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 really really patient you know it's been like they've, yeah. they've been offered this gig for so many years yeah. and they've all got older i mean <laughs> so much so that the young man that was going to play the young man who's still going to play the young man i've got to rewrite the script to ask right. him how old he is so that it so that it's relevant that the the, the, the young kitty <laughs> Yeah, is you know it's it's so wicked. So I've got to do, do, do a script change because he's got older. Hopefully, I'll get him before he gets a beard. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, but uh, so that, that's where we're at at the minute. You know, because um, I have been in talks with um, lots of the, the the old cast members of the the one where I was in the season that I was in, and Tucker's luck as well. Um, and uh, they 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 seem very keen to get yeah. involved. Some of the actors from that. Uh, which would be nice, um, but it's just it's just about the money at the moment. Yeah. Mm. So, Mark, if I can just ask you this question, because obviously, when we when we did your episode, we found out you've done tons of things, different jobs since since your time on Grange Hill. How do you feel about going back to acting? Oh no, well, it never leaves you. Do you know? You, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it never does, and um, it, it's funny because. I've had many sort of roles, as you say, out sort of since I left, but they all involve role play in one way or another. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, you know, we're, we're <laughs> so f for me, it's it's exciting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and to be honest, I, I have been asked on, on quite a few occasions to go back and do little things here and there, but I've never really, it's never excited me. Right. But, okay, um, yeah. but like I say, with, with, with Paul's idea, of not just the script, because the script, as you, as you say, is really, really very, very good. But it's also working with people that you 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 worked with so long ago, and yeah. you've got all of those fond memories of everybody. And um, you know, you just think if you could create, if you could recreate just a tenth of what we, you know, what we experienced when we were kids, yeah, and be able to to make something that that stands the test of time again, mm -hmm. then that's what excites me. Yeah, because the fact that the fact is is that. Um, you know, here we are 45 years down the line and people are still talking about yeah. the episode we did in Grange Hill. So if we could do something else that people were still talking about in 45 yeah, years. Stuff, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely. We could be immortal, couldn't we? We could be immortal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
Uh, well, if Elon Musk has his way, he will be. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but no, it does. It excites me. It does excite me because um, it will be it will be a, a a real blast for us all, really. Yeah, definitely. Brilliant. Okay, so you mentioned you mentioned earlier on, uh, Paul, and I didn't really ask you about this. I'm going to ask you now. You mentioned a phrase, hashtag life. Yeah. Uh, what's the relevance of that? Well, that's the that's the name of the the the, the overall name of the the, the film company. So right. hashtag life will be it will be hashtag life um, cover of the book, which is the first episode, uh-huh. um, which is a play on don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Um, so hashtag life is because that's what it is. It's the whole thing is about life, and we all use hashtags now to describe yeah. anything, don't we? <laughs> so um, yeah, so. That's it, really. That's that's what hashtag life is. Brilliant. Um, but it's also it's also to do with the fact that these days, you know, the way we consume a, a lot of films and project, you know, uh, TV is is on our phone. It's on our computers. It's not necessarily that we sit down in front of the TV anymore. Yeah. So I think it's to be relevant with that generation as well. You know, we're not trying to just uh, make a reunion of something from forty five years ago. We are, we're trying to do something new, but with that kind of. The, the spirit of what was done 45 years ago, I would say. Yeah. Exactly. I was trying to be concise. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to give, I was trying to give a nice short answer. <laughs> Normally not in my remit. Normally not in my remit. It, it was really quite simple. We need a hashtag for everything these days. And that's, so why not make it the title? Yeah, yeah. definitely. So you've mentioned there, uh, we've, we've said, you know, talking about hashtag life and the fact that, you know, there is so many th- things going on in life now. Are you able to give us what sort of the general theme of each individual film, each individual episode would be about? Yeah, well, basically, um, what we'll, we'll all have a go at answering this because it's okay. a good question. <laughs> um, it's basically, um, it will always evolve into what's, what's current in the news that we will we will pick up on stuff um for instance when we did the film about lockdown we did the film and it was the lockdown what was happening in lockdown from our perspective right so so we will be doing a lot a series of films one of them i've got um i've got a very personal story about um about uh dementia and old people and stuff which is uh going to be featured um and then there's the obviously there's the heat or eat scenario that's happening at the moment, um, which we're going to be addressing. And any, I mean, somebody feel free to dive in anytime while I'm <laughs> sort of like you know struggling for air down here, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you were doing really well. <laughs> um, it, I think Paul's absolutely right. For for me, one of the the exciting things about the project is is that. Um, you know, our turnaround could be pretty quickly on episodes, I think, yeah. because we're not we're not beholden to a schedule. Uh, we're not beholden to a broadcaster. We're not, you know, once we're up and running, I think we'll be able to sh- shoot and write stories pretty quickly about things that are happening. So our turn, you know, as we found out with the lockdown film, our turnaround was two weeks. Yeah. So it was really, you know, we, we'd have to work quickly, but we can address issues that are happening currently as opposed to six or seven months down the line yeah you know um so for me it's it's that's the exciting thing about doing these episodes is that each episode can be its own thing totally unrelated to everything else but with a um i guess the the overriding theme is is always going to be 
you know what the 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 reality of the life we all have to live at the moment um, yeah. because of certain things that have happened in the world in the last you know 20 years yeah um so i think it's it's that for me is what what's exciting about it but the the key as well was always that we were the the episodes will be connected because one character who's ne not necessarily the main character in one episode will become the the main character for the next episode yeah. And then someone in the background of that episode becomes the main character for the next episode. So it's I always it. revolving who the main characters are. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, so they're connected in that way. Yeah. But it, it isn't necessarily like a like a soap opera where it's, it's an ongoing storyline as yeah. such. But it, it's more about just shooting and going in for those those topical stories of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I think also that um, one of the and and sort of Craig touched on it there. Is the fact that you can you you're, you're not under the, the constraints of having to, you know, go through all the different channels, that mm -hmm. that you can actually talk about a topic while it's still relevant mm -hmm. and still fresh in actors' minds as well. Mm -hmm. So the, the passion that you can that you, that you have in everyday conversation can actually be brought out onto the screen, and, and, you, and you, you know you're you're actually in the moment rather than thinking, well, what, what was it like two years ago in the middle of mm -hmm. the pandemic? Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it becomes very real. It, it all it almost becomes like a documentary style with actors, if you know. Do you, yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, and that's the relevance of it, isn't it? It's, it's, it's the topics that people will be actually thinking and talking about that you can turn it around and you can still make it, you know, that moment. It's a bit like spitting an image in that respect, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> you know, we've it's a, it's almost like a current affairs program. You know, you want to be yeah. talking about what's going on now. And yeah. and that's what we learned from the lockdown project was exactly that. I mean, the actors were bringing in their own experiences into those characters. And, you know, half the time they were talking about real things that were happening to them there and then, as opposed to, you know, yeah. uh, a, a, a script necessary. So there was a lot of ab-libbing going on around the scripts. But, you know, it's that immediacy, really, that's important. And I think that's, there's nothing like it that I can think yeah. of in terms of uh, drama. It certainly doesn't happen in drama. It's it's yeah. like uh, a topical, it's almost like, have I got news for you? But as a drama, if you, if you know what I mean. I get it, yeah, yeah. It's looking at the week's events and then trying to trying to make those, you know, into it, a drama. Yeah. yeah. Now, obviously, you know, um, this is a, a, a Grange Hill podcast. And sorry. This is the Grange Hill podcast. Let me, <laughs> let me get that out there. And Mark, you mentioned earlier about, you know, you're looking forward to the project because you're working with the people that you, you know, you worked with 45 years ago. And yourself and Paul were, were on the show round about the same time, you know, in, in, the sh in its infancy. But are the people that you've got in the cast, are they just from that period? No, no, no. Because we, we, we got lovers that, that we that we've met on the reunions right. so you know that the, the it's, it just happens that the common denominator is that we were in Grange Hill yeah um but I, I think it's quite nice that Paul uh, and, and, and you know we've gone out there and we haven't just gone to the people that you know that were in our own sort of group sort of age group if you like mm -hmm. so you didn't want to make it so it was retro so you wanted to make it um as I said sort of in my podcast you know when because I mentioned about the film yeah and Bill doing the film and I said it, it would be better to have cameos so that people, so the, the, the true fans of Grange Hill would then be saying, oh, look, there's so-and-so. And, yeah. and you know what I mean? But, and it'd be standalone. This is very similar to that. So, you, you know, you'll get characters coming in it and you'll have people from all generations of the show. Don't forget, 30 years is a long time. Yeah. 
So you know, uh, you know, some of us, were, were, our kids were were sort of sixteen by the time it finished. You know what I mean? So yeah. we could have gone into it. It's that kind of thing. So you, you know, we 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 were deliberately going to find actors from the show mm-hmm. from different um, different year groups. Yeah, it's it's quite hard because you do sort of gravitate towards you you know the people that you knew at that time. Yeah. But it has been lovely that you're able to talk to to people that were in it five years, six years, ten years down the line, and they're saying, "Well, I'd like to do that," yeah, because obviously, otherwise, you're going to have all the old gits sort of just doing <laughs> the all those things, and it's not going to it's not going to be relevant, is it? You know, yeah. Um, so, so no, so so to answer your so, so I've done the same as Paul. I've gone <laughs> down, I, I've gone twenty five to answer your question. Uh, that is no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But that, but that's again, that's what really excites me, and it, and and the and the fact that um, a lot of the guys have said, well, you know, have said, oh, I'd like to do that. Yeah, it, it's, it's sort of ten, you know, a testament to what we're trying to do, really. Can I ask, Paul, on the back of your podcast, did you get anyone getting in touch with you saying they wanted to be in it? I just want to see how, how oh, if, if gosh, the podcast works. Do you know what? <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I can't remember. Right. Okay. I think, I think I might have actually. I think I might have. Right. Um. But getting back to what Mark was saying and, and, and your question is, we're going to be writing scripts about current situations and some of the people that were in Grange Hill are a lot younger than us. Right, yeah. Okay. So we can actually, we could literally bounce and be, you know, um, for instance, this is not written in stone or even written or even... but. <laughs> Tucker could be somebody's granddad that was in the last episode of Grange Hill. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that yeah. would be brilliant. That would yeah. be, you know what I mean? So we we basically want to bring everybody in that we can. Yeah. Um, some that are still not. And also um, we want to bring some other, just everybody that was involved in the show in any capacity as well. Because Craig uh-huh. was saying, oh, well, it'd be nice to sort of maybe get someone to direct one of them. Yeah. From, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, for the, one of the old directors that directed some of the old shows to direct one of them or we get someone to do this or you know and and someone to write one somebody who's writing can do what some writing and and yeah. just a big collaboration and stuff because obviously sue tully would be great if she could come in and do one yeah um amazing i'd, I'd still get paid though right <laughs> yeah you still get paid yeah yeah well yeah. that's what, all right then what right we do, what we do is we knock sue tully and we pay you the money yeah. <laughs> yeah. i think you might just put the word yeah. executive so, just... to your title <laughs> Just on the other the other thing, what we were talking about and platforms and, and, and web platforms and stuff. The other nice thing is, is say you get a really lovely idea on a script uh-huh. and um, it lasts a bit longer. Like, for mm-hmm. instance, the the old people one that I've got going on with mm-hmm. the dementia and stuff um, has got some story in it that actually needs a, a, a time span. It needs to take time for the actual story to really yeah get involved so we don't necessarily have a time constraint of say 15 minutes short or a 10 minute short or an hour you know we could go right well this story deserves 45 minutes let's do a 45 minute run let's do a 30 minute run this is a quick 15 minute bang in and out sharp you know a short sharp shock one so we haven't really we're not constrained by um by times by broadcast timing which gives us a whole sort of um like uh, opportunity to sort of explore scripts deeper if we need to, or chop them back if they're not. If they're not, you well, know. What's What's as- great about that is story dictates everything, and so you know the length yeah. will be dictated by 
how much of it the story needs to play out on that. So yeah. when we come to do the Christmas special, that's going to be you know a good two hours, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. is that's, that, what, is, is that that's when you get a viewer. You, you get you get a viewer to uh, to write that. We yeah. do a competition. Yeah, that's there. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know some. I know. I know someone that's called Neil that might be able. To <laughs> well, I don't yeah. know about that. Like, <laughs> uh, it must be someone else. But um, yeah, because obviously I've just mentioned that there, and you were in an episode written by a viewer, weren't you? For many, many, many yeah, moons yeah, ago, the Christmas special, yeah. Blue Peter, Blue Peter Christmas special. Yeah, yeah. So I think Mark be, was in that as well. You were in that, Mark, weren't you? No. I mean, no. <laughs> no, that was a very that was a very short no that was when yeah. you only needed one word on that one uh, no. <laughs> that was... the uh the thing was in that grain chill special i think that the, the main thing that the uh the, the the blue peter writer wrote about was me going for a, a jimmy riddle all the time i'm just going for a jimmy i'm going for a jimmy riddle i'm just it was like paul walks on and or tommy walks on and says i'm going for a jimmy and walks off <laughs> like, thanks mate do you know what, right? Just taking this away completely from, you know, uh, what this episode's about, but just on that Christmas special, that's the first episode I remember watching. And, oh, and, really? Yeah, and from that... He I hasn't just, stopped going. I, I just thought it was great. I just thought... <laughs> I just thought it was great that there was lads fighting on the telly. Genuinely, I just thought, this this is brilliant. There's lads fighting on the telly. I'm five or six years old, and I've never seen anything like this. And I think that was what got me hooked in, hooked in straight away like but yeah genuinely the first episode that i remember watching i may have watched it before before then but that's the first one that i remember watching yeah, you can uh, actively remember the, the irony the irony yeah. that that writer wrote that and that's all you do these days paul yeah. I'll be back in a sec Old man bladder right Every time someone else answers a question Every time someone else answers a question Paul disappears for a couple of minutes I don't know what he's been doing (laughs) (laughs) That's great So yeah I mean it all sounds brilliant And and I really really hope That you know it it comes off Because I I just think obviously you've mentioned The film that you know Phil Redman's Film but this is something else, you know, completely different. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all gone very quiet about the film, but that, that usually means that there's something happening, to be right. perfectly yeah. honest. Yeah. So, sure. um, you know, so yeah. it, Phil, Phil will be working out what he can and what he can't do. Um, but like I say, uh, you, I think you can probably guess, if he's going to have some of the old cast in it, you can probably guess the two or three that he will have um, uh-huh. because he, he wants he does want to do on that connection to to the old to to the to the show so i uh, you know you as i say you can probably guess where he's going to go with that yeah yeah, yeah. it's um it's interesting then, uh, to see what happens yeah definitely definitely it's, interesting uh, to what happens. it's like this it's like this this film is like what will be really interesting i know there are a lot of ex cast members on the facebook pages and stuff like that uh-huh. But what will be really nice is if we can find some people that are not on the Facebook pages that you don't know what they look like, that you yeah. don't know who they are or where they are. And so it's like, who is that? And then yeah. the end credit comes up and you go, oh, right. Because the end credit, you know, comes up and you can go, oh, that was who played such and such. And that's what they look like. Yeah. And that's what they act like and, and stuff like that. I mean, Facebook's fantastic for, you know, for us to sort of meet the people and greet them and stuff like that. But the mystery of what we look like or who we are or yeah. it kind of disappears. Whereas if we can cast a few people that are not necessarily on social media um, and like bring them to the front and, yeah. and everyone goes, who is that? You know, who is that guy? Yeah. Well, 
person who springs out would be um, somebody you interviewed recently, David. David, you know what? I was genuinely thinking about him when you was when you were saying that. I could see it in your eyes. I could see it in your eyes. I was genuinely thinking thinking about Booga. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because he's a lovely actor. He's a great actor. So he would be fabulous to play somebody. Um, And nobody knows what he looks like anymore because he's not doing the social media thing. So we're not friends on Facebook, you know, and stuff like that. So yeah, so people that. Yeah, that would that that would be. I'd like that. I'd like well, that hopefully, like. hopefully he'll listen to this and he'll, he'll get in touch. Like, but yeah. just uh, before we wrap this up, Mark, there's something else you've got in the pipeline for Grange Hill fans. If you could yes. just, uh, explain that for us. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll do. Um, okay, so um, in February, this is sort of thing something I've been planning to do for a while, uh-huh. talking to certain. But uh, in February, we're going to have a fans event, uh, 12th of February, um, down in in Notting Hill. And um, basically, the tickets will go on sale on Monday. So, uh, you know, it's, it's not just going to be a fans event either. You can choose either or. There's actually going to be a performance in the evening too. Uh, um, songs from musicals. I've got some really great people coming along to perform. Uh-huh. So it's going to be a whole, you know, a whole whole day really for people, and some surprises are in there. Yeah, I mean, even even yours truly will be up, you know, <laughs> dusting down his vocal cords. Um, but no, are so, you going to sing? Are you going to sing? Yeah, well, yeah, that was the idea. I thought to myself, well, what can I do? So what else can I do? And I thought, get, I can't I'll, get, do- I'll get myself in this film. I'll get myself in this film. I'll do a bit of singing. Uh, so, so basically, what you're doing, what you're saying, Mark, is you're going to sing the theme tune, write the theme tune, <laughs> be in the show. Yes, you're not. You're, I, I hadn't thought of that. That's, that's maybe what I should do. <laughs> yeah. So again, yeah. So like, say for all those, because I mean, Paul will tell you that it, that, that we've had quite a few people that have been asking about having another fans event because mm-hmm. it's been so long because of the pandemic. And I just thought, what a great idea, you know, and put, um, Paul was very graciously said he'll come along and he'll sort of, c- c- sort of be the master of ceremonies, if you like, for the, for the, for the mornings, obviously. Um, and, and to be honest with you, I, I was, I'm, I'm so grateful to all of the, 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 the ex-cast members as well, because the, 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 there hasn't been an exception where they said, yeah, I'll, I'll come, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And there's, there's, there's a couple of cast members, a few cast members in there that have never been to one of these before. Mm-hmm. So it'd be great for, for those diehard fans that have been to every event to, to come and get some different bits and pieces yeah. that they want, you know? So that'd be really mm-hmm. cool, really cool. So I'm really looking forward to it too. It's in so there's, some photo op- there's some photo opportunities and stuff and everything there, is there? We're going to do like, pitch opportunity and stuff like that. Yeah, Absolutely. that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, we'll- I might even bring a couple of decks and do some DJing. That might be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's brilliant. Terrific, Tommy Tyrandus. But honestly, I'm really, really hope it comes off. I'm, I'm sure it will. The, uh, the film, and I'm really looking forward to the, uh, the fan events because I think I'm going to make an appearance at that one. Yes, you got to come down. I I need you to come down. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll be there for that one. Yeah, bring your, um, bring your mini DV recorder and do a live (laughs) podcast. Yeah, yeah, podcast from that. Yeah, amazing. That, that will that will be that will be amazing. Like, so well, you have to get up and do a bit of karaoke. Uh, not a problem. Not a problem at all. Oh, good, uh, good. You, you can tell by from the way I talk how good my <laughs> singing voice is going to be. But yeah, that's it. 
that it, I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to, to all of it. You know, I, I, thanks for coming on, Craig. Thanks for coming. Oh, on. thank you. It was lovely. It's brilliant. It's brilliant to meet you, Paul, Mark. Great to talk to you again. Thanks for coming Pleasure, back on. Mate. But Mark, really? realised, Mark, this is your your hat trick appearance, isn't it? Three times you've been on now because you were on your uh-huh. own episode. You were on the <laughs> Gwyneth's tribute episode as well, and. And now this one, unfortunately, I don't have a match ball for you. I'm, I apologise. <laughs> a mug. A mug, mug, I was going to say, he's a mug, yeah. yeah you just got a mug, don't you? Oh, you yeah. Can I can... that, that, that might be one I'll have to get for you, yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. I might, I might have to bring some down to the, uh, the fan events. I'll bring some mugs along there for that one, maybe. Absolutely. You can do that, because they're, they're, <laughs> people, and people will want them, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So say that yeah, actually, um, I did didn't I forgot to say it, but all the money that's raised on the day uh-huh. of the twelfth is going to two fabulous um, children's charities. Right, brilliant. Uh, and and so and I've and I've even got a sponsor for the event, which is amazing, eventy event. So it's been uh, you know so gracious as I said, but like I say, every penny goes to the two charities. So um, come on, people, please help me out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure people are going to going to snap the tickets up. I, I really, really am. But listen, gents, thank you so much again for coming on. It's it, it's been it's been great talking to you all. Obviously, any news developments, then you know we'll uh, we'll get that out to everyone. It it it's been great talking to you. And for anyone who's listening, I'll speak to you next time. Cheers. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks, Neil. Cheers. Take care.